What's going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, is my podcasting partner, Paul. Cheerio. British this time. I love it. And we are back with the first official 2017 edition of Bright Side of the Suns for the Fans by the Fans podcast. You got it right. I did. I write it down, dude. <laughs> I can't say it without writing it down. It's weird. I know. Um, as always, thanks for interrupting, throwing me off. That's all I do. As always, you can hit me up on Twitter at so says Jay, and you can bother Paul on Twitter at Dervish of World. Dervish of World. So we've been off for a couple of weeks again. We only one again. We missed one. Oh, I mean, it's been two weeks since we podcasted instead yes. of broadcasted. Yeah, and uh, I think now that, that the holidays are officially over. All of you who sit at home on weekends with bated breath, constantly refreshing, com, <laughs> waiting for us to post, can rest assured we will be here week We're in, back. week out, moving forward. You're I, I, welcome, that, you're welcome, guarantee. you're welcome, you're welcome. we we'll do our best. If we're not here, it's Paul's fault. <laughs> all right. So it's been a couple I weeks. I agree that. Yeah, all right. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> it's been a couple weeks. We've got a few things that we want to get off our chests about the Phoenix Suns want to chat about. So let's hop right into it. Of course. Hop right into it. Hop right in. Hop right in. Paul, you know what? I'm going to – you don't know this is coming. <laughs> I don't know coming. I'm going to let you – just kind of roll us into this first segment here because right. it it has to do with me right. as opposed to me asking you something. So it's Devin Booker, Paul. So go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. So um, Devin Booker's actually had a pretty decent stretch since the last time we podcasted. He's um, shooting over 40% from three in the last 13 games, I think, which is a Nice little turnaround a little bit from the beginning of the year. So um, I want to check in on DEFCON status. Last time we sat here, we were at DEFCON 3. Are we higher, lower? That was actually shockingly well done. <laughs> I'm I mean, getting it wasn't, better. It wasn't good. I'm just saying it was shockingly well done. <laughs> I'm getting better. I'm kidding, bro. You know, I'm kidding. I, I, 10,000 hours, man. I enjoyed every second of it. So let me really hear this. <laughs> That's my, those are my notes. Um I was at DEFCON 3, mm-hmm. and I am here to say that I am still at DEFCON 3, <laughs> okay? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw just some stats out there just so people can hear them Cause I, and because I wrote them down on my little notepad here. You put right. in work. You want your work to be this validated. Took me, this took me at least Seven two, minutes. Two, two and a half minutes, I was <laughs> going to say. I'm very efficient. All right. Let me throw some numbers out there for you, okay? All right. Field goal percentage, 40.6%, right? Three-point percentage, 31.5%. Is this for the entire season? Or is this for... Paul, shush. (laughs) Shush. Stop. Okay. No, don't even apologize. You didn't. I need context. Stop. Shh. I'm getting there, dude. Okay. You be be quiet (laughs) and speak when you're spoken to. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Are you done? Was that that was the last thing, right? Don't even respond. Just nod your head up and down for yes. For the record, he nodded his head up and down for yes. Okay, we're good. Field goal percentage forty point six percent. Three point percentage thirty one point five percent. Assist two point eight percent. Points per game eighteen point four. 
I don't know what the last stat is. Paul! What? No, assists per game. You said assists percentage. Assists per game. Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, now back to being quiet. Okay? Okay. Clarify for listeners. Okay. 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 I'm going to go back to the beginning. Okay. You're going to be quiet again. Okay. Field goal percentage, 43.9%. Okay. (laughs) Three point percentage, 43.1%. Assists per game, 3.7. Points per game, 22.5. All right? All right. Sounds like you're comparing two players. It does sound like I'm comparing two (laughs) players, doesn't it? Yes. So, which one of those two players seems to be the better player? The second one. Mm. Mmm. I agree. And here's what I'm going to bombshell. You ready? The first set, the first player, if you will, was Devin Booker's stats prior to December 17th, 2016. Guess what the second player is? All right. Devin Booker's stats after December 17th, December 17th, 2016. All right. Guess what happened on December 17th, 2016. (laughs) Is that when you got DEFCON 3? (laughs) That is when I said I'm at DEFCON 3. So what does this mean, Paul? You're going to stay at DEFCON 3. It does, but I have a reason for that. But that's motivation. That's motivation. Ultimately, what it means is Devin Booker clearly listens to our podcast. Here's everything I have to say. And finally decided, you know what? Justin's right. I need to pull my head out. I need to just stop caring about what I'm doing, just play my game, and start making some shots. That's what happened. You're welcome, Devin Booker. You're welcome, Suns fans. Can't wait for everyone to yell at me about this. (laughs) All right. Now let's go. Let's go to the true point of your 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 question, and why I'm still at DefCon three. Right. More stats for you. All right. <laughs> well, he's still only shooting forty percent. What? Still only shooting forty percent overall. Right. Well, no. I, right. Yeah. But <laughs> when we compare it to the the, the last thirteen yeah. games, he's shooting forty three point yeah. one from three point range. Forty four, closer to forty four yeah. overall. And he's, he's a perimeter player. That, a their percentages his are lower. assists are up, which yeah, is one which thing is we talked about. His points are up. And uh, I'll have to give credit where credit's due. I got all these stats off basketballreference.com. Not quite sure what game score means. I just I didn't hit the little thing that said index that's going to explain it to me. But I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's a good thing to have a higher game score. And his is 3.6 points higher in that short 13 game span but at any rate anyway. here's why i'm not quite off defcon 3 yet maybe i'm at like defcon no i'm still at defcon 3 2.7 no that's too much that's too much of a drop because because of this okay devin booker's feel and this is i'm, I'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna lay out some margins of the games they saw the suns could be winning by this much they could be losing by this much but i think it's very indicative of the mental block that i was talking about before that i really think devin booker has maybe i'm thinking a little he has it a little less we'll see but okay if the game is even either at five points or less the margin whether the suns are winning or losing he shoots 
39.9% from the field, 30.3% from three-point range. If it's a 6-10 to 10 point game, he shoots 35.2% from field goal range, from, from unregular field goals. I know that's a little drop. And 32.5% on three-point range, a little bump. When it's a 10-point or different spread in the game, whether the Suns are losing or winning, he shoots, Paul, look at me and listen to this, 49.7% from the field and 41.3% from from three-point range. How does not not just scream in your face that he has a mental block? Right? Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. This is me slamming down my paper. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Just if, if, if the answer is Justin, you are so intelligent and so right. I can't tell you you're wrong. Just say it. That's fine. I'm not going to say he doesn't. But I'm also going to say if the point differential in the game is that high, he's probably playing against lesser defenses. So he only scores when he's playing against worse players. Does that does that make it better? I yeah. felt like I shook really weird. Right there. <laughs> You've been animated. I'm fired up, You've bro. You've been very I'm animated. Fired up, bro. I'm usually the one who's animated. Go on. Are you? Don't you stare at me weird? Go on. <laughs> um, I I completely get what you're saying. I've known he's his he was called a garbage time like. Who's it? Uh, Kralabob? Hra- I'm sorry? <laughs> Kralabob Vulgaris? Are you okay? <laughs> you, are you, no, are you okay? You're I, the guy you who gambles. Have, I thought you just had a stroke. <laughs> you don't know who Kralabob Vulgaris is? I have no idea who that is. He's like, First of all, I don't gamble. I have a friend who gambles. <laughs> okay. Okay? Okay. Good point. If, if Nobody my, knows if my, if my wife is listening, <laughs> I don't gamble. Go. Kralabob Vulgaris. I think that I pronounced that right. Is he's a, he's a really well known NBA gambler. Oh, really well known? For Not well enough known to. But he has a lot of insight. I follow him on Twitter. He's got like a couple hundred thousand followers. I should follow. My friend should follow him. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Um, last year he was at one point he was talking about his like garbage time all stars, and Devin Booker was in his garbage time all stars. A lot of times, some of his other All-Stars in the Garbage Time All-Stars were guys who really did suck and were just bench players, but he had positives to say about Booker in that being that he was a rookie at the time and he was taking advantage of lesser defenses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Defenses, and as he grows, being that he's only 20, um, he will learn to be able to exploit stronger defenses and be able to get off better shots as he grows. That's my only defense. Which maybe is what has happened over the past 13 games. And again, I've said this before. I'll say it now. I'll say it in the future over and over and over again because that's what I do. I'm not a Devin Booker hater. I want with every shred of my being for him to be the next... Kobe Bryant, the next Michael Jordan, the next Jesse James Harden. I thought you said Jesse James for a second. <laughs> James Harden. No, I want him to be better than James Harden. Yeah. Jesse James would be interesting, but I want him to be 
Which is old, Jesse James. I want him to be an old Western <laughs> gunman. I don't know. What about the one who builds motorcycles? Either one would be weird. It doesn't matter. But at any rate, I want Devin Booker to succeed. He needs to succeed for the Suns to succeed in the yeah. future, I think. Best shot we've got. Exactly. Um, but at the same Until time, the I want him draft. to show it to me. I want him to show that he can do it. And I think in the past 13 games, he's starting to show that. Yeah. But those shooting percentages Did when you, during the games was that, when was the that spreads. just that new, this small sample size theater 2016-2017 season. So it's the whole season. But that would but be the did, definition of 2016-2017 season. You didn't do splits be like you did before pre and post December 17th. No, that yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I mean that no, it's not fair because that doesn't really change anything. Why wouldn't it? What how I'm not saying because I'm going to assume that his his splits that I was just talking about are probably better more recently than they were previous. But he still has to show that over the entire course of the season. Agreed. It has to. Agreed. It has to rise. It, it can't just stay at that level. And me be like, it's all right, this is cool. I'm fine with it. So you know what? I hope maybe it's not going to happen next week. It won't happen a week after. Probably won't have a week after that. But maybe within a month, I can get down to like, I don't know, get down to two and a half. Yeah, two point seven. Two point seven. Wait, should we move from Defcons to the? Uh... That like color matrix, that like the terror color matrix that they no, have. No, that sounds worse. I that sounds more <laughs> confusing. Well, you don't you just don't want to be at like threat level orange, threat level midnight. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna stick with DefCons, and if if Devin Booker ever gets you know um like uh, what's oh, give me a second. We'll be at DefCon five. Think of his name. Think of his name. Think of his name. Anthony Benedict, if yeah. you will. Then I'll be at then I'll be at threat level midnight. We're gonna go defcons and then threat level midnight is when that happens, well, which we'll never get to. We'll never get De- to. Devin Booker is infinitely times better of a player than Anthony Bennett. Yeah, I know. That's my. I'm just my, saying. Like, thank you. Okay, that's my the point. The only okay. way that would happen would literally be if he got hit by a car and had brain damage and still tried to play. Oh my God, Paul. <laughs> Jeez. I'm just saying. Just. It's I, I don't know what you're thinking, but it's a cheery Friday night for me, and you bring that up. But anyway, okay. So, we done? Sorry, we done with this? Bennett. We done with this? We're done. Don't you have to apologize to Anthony Bennett? I c- he knows I c- he's terrible, right? But I said that the only way another player would be as bad as him is if he got hit by a car and had brain damage. This game that just came on TV is very significant for oh boy, your friend. My friend's angry now. I think. Oh, not yet, but he's getting angrier. So anyway, all right. Other topic. Are we done? We're done. We're done. Devin we're, Booker. We're Devin Booker. I haven't changed my opinion at all. Somehow <laughs> we spent 15 minutes talking about how I haven't changed my you opinion. You spent 15 minutes talking about But, but, hey, you know what? Hey, listeners out there. positive tone. Tweet me. Comment it. Tell me I'm wrong because I'm not wrong. And you all out there can't say I'm wrong. I can't wait for them all to be like, you're wrong, Justin, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. (laughs) All right. What are we talking about next? What we got here? Let's see. Back to my trusty, trusty sheet of paper. Oh. Trade season. Trade season. You just woke up your dog, I think. Just, <laughs> I did. She didn't bark I just scared her. All right, trade season. 
this Corver. week on Kyle, uh, I don't want to talk about Kyle Corver. This week, do you not want to talk Eric, about Kyle Corver? Do you want to talk not talk about the Cavs uh, because you hate LeBron? What is oh, offensive did, foul? Sorry. No, we're not talking. Well, who cares about that, dude? This is a Suns podcast, Paul. I know, but I like to diverge into random ass topics. This week, our own and ArizonaSports.com's own, and I don't know where else he works, but Callan Olson put together Tradesmiths, I believe is what he called it, <laughs> which is, I love that name, and talked about various trades that the Suns could pull off some more ridiculous than others one in particular was just psychotic to me but i want to talk about the one that i actually loved loved paul which one was it the trade where the Suns get uh nerland's noel that is the one and somehow get rid of chandler len and knight <laughs> first of all first of all I want to. I want to say without that. taking anybody else back. Your negative, you know, there's they take Amir Johnson or somebody back. Did they take somebody else back? I'll look it up after when you start talking and blabbering on about nothing. Uh, I mean, with very, very solid insight. But solid but, insight. But, I don't even admit I have solid insight. I'm, dude, I'm trying to build you up here, brah. Okay, so, <laughs> so, so, okay, so, Brody. this trade, um, would. Get rid of those guys. I will say though, your whole—you sounded way too positive about getting rid of Alex Len. I'm not. I'm not super. I, I, I've said this on Twitter. Our boy at Boyd Boyd's. I don't remember what his Twitter handle is. But if he's listening, he knows. Yeah, Australian bro out there. He knows. I've said it. I think that if the Suns get into a restrictive free agency thing with Len, which obviously they're going to. And they don't match up to a certain level. They're going to make a mistake. But if they can trade him for Noel, I'm cool with that. And I'll explain why after I let you, my friend, because I've absolutely taken over this entire podcast. I'm going to let you go ahead and talk. Ben Andy Richter to your Conan O'Brien. I can't wait for. To, like I'll go back to getting absolutely destroyed. It's going to happen, but let's do it. Go on. But anyways, this game just turned so, into bullshit. By the way, but go on. Sorry. Th- this the Suns made a calculated error in McD- McDonough's first draft when they skipped over Noel for Len. I mean, Len's he's in his fourth year. He is an average center at best. Noel is an elite defender. He could, theoretically, when you add some, maybe add a little more weight to him, be the next generation Tyson Chandler. You know, not really a strong offensive game, but he can catch a lob and dump the shit out of it. But very strong defender, rebounder. He's, I think, one of, according to... Kellen's article, and I can't remember the other player. I'm really bad about this, but... I got it, Paul. Go one, on. One of two players in their first, I guess, two seasons in the league, because he missed his first... Can I, can I finish your sentence? Yes, you can. Two average... <laughs> wait. <laughs> you have it written down. <laughs> two average 1.8 steals and 1.7 blocks per game? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. 
Who's the other one? Did we just become best? I didn't write that down. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, Did my we bad. Just become best friends? I thought we were kind of. We've been. Don't make too long. don't make weird. Paul. I think Evan might just have go. problems with that. Yeah, yeah, just go. <laughs> just don't make it weird. But that's from a center. That's that's phenomenal. I'm with I you mean, there. The, the guy can cover anywhere on the court, and when you have. We don't really. I mean, we actually kind of have a defensive anchor in in Chandler right now because he's been balling out, but he he's not on the timetable. The rest of the team, Noel would be on the timetable. The rest of the team, and would grow with them. And I wouldn't mind keeping Len as the backup center, but you know, because he really plays okay off the bench. But I mean, he's good. But you can't keep him. Can't Sorry, keep him I don't mean gonna, yeah, the money he's exactly, going to get. Yeah. You can't keep that as a backup. I'm going to interject really quick, and our recollections right there were off because he's actually the only player in NBA history to average that in the first two years. Right here, he's the only player in NBA history to average at least 1.8 steals and 1.7 blocks per game in the first two oh, seasons. I guess you're right. Did you read that too? Do you believe I, that I, I can did. read now? Okay, cool. Just checking. I don't know. Reading is your job. Counting's mine. Which I've somehow proved to do better than you sometimes, <laughs> yeah. too. That's weird. I use a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> Mathematical skills, not not my forte. But yeah, okay. so, so I really did like that trade for Noel. I thought it, it addressed a lot of the needs that the Suns have in that they need to get rid of Brandon Knight. And Tyson Chandler is... Um, a luxury that the Suns don't really need. Good word, good word. Um, and there are other teams like the Celtics who could really use a rim pro- or a rebound or a rim protector. I mean, the the stats in is there. Is Kelly Olynyk not doing it? Their best rebounder is Avery is, Bradley. Is, is 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 Kelly Olynyk related Didn't... to related to Alex Mack? You know, Larissa <laughs> Olenek. Am I right? Like that's the same name, right? I think it might be, and they have the same hair. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to put a beanie on him and make him turn into a silver. Larissa Olenek, <laughs> Alex Mack was far more attractive. She was. I mean, in my opinion. Hey, I, I had a crush. On, I had a crush on Alex Mack, too. dude. That was a great show. It was a great show. I love that show. Snick, I'm going to find that. I'm finding it on YouTube right <laughs> after we're done. Okay. Back on point. But we get off track all the time. I know. But I'm trying to refocus you, Paul. I know, You're I'm the one that you, you get so off topic all the time. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> Why are you giving me that look? Like I did something. So, but it was Amir Johnson, by the way. It's a contract that's it's an expiring oh, contract. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And, oh, wait, we still get a Do we, Celtics lottery pick. Oh, lottery protected like, first-round pick. Still. So, good, great, that. grand. I love it. I love it. And, I, love I it, mean, love to, to be honest, looking at that trade, it makes – Kellen did a great job of putting together trades throughout Trades Miss. That minus, minus one. No offense, Colin, but the, the boogie trade. Come well, on. Come let on, me guys. finish my sentence. Don't make me hang myself. Come on. That – actually makes sense for the other teams too because i mean the boogie trade homer that's the best we could offer for boogie whether sacramento right. would take okay. it go on go, but go back to offer. go back to the trade makes sense i'm just i was just saying that overall got it overall they make they make sense for the other teams in that 
all us Homer fans of the of various teams, whether you're a fan of the Suns or the Lakers or the Celtics or whatever, whenever you roster bait on the uh, <laughs> nice league reference, bro, <laughs> roster bait. Whenever you roster bait on the trade machine, proud. you uh, you're always whether no matter how much you try to be objective, you are a homer for your team and. The, I'm totally, you always I, I disagree. I disagree. I'm I'm nothing but objective, and I'm offended by that comment. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep whipping around my paper here. But actually, well, I wanted to make one more other point. One of the other trades I actually like. Good lord, man! Go that, on. That Callum put out there was the one for Hizonia from the Magic. I think Hizonia has a lot of potential. Was 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 it a Hazonia deal? It was Brandon Knight for Mario Hazonia Done. and like Jeff Green, and I just cut cut Jeff Green. Wasn't Jeff Green like the number four or five draft pick? What happened yeah. there? I don't know. I loved him at Georgetown because I mean, because I went to Georgetown. I was in D.C. for a semester. I get it. I didn't. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You looked at me like they're being like dick. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no. I, I'm kidding, Paul. But go on. No, I no. I like Jeff Green very much at Georgetown too. That's. But yeah, I, he just barely sucks in the NBA. Okay, so you like you like. I'm sorry. What was his Wait, name? No. Horzinga. Mario Herzonia. <laughs> not not Horzinga. Not like him combined with Porzingis. Okay, good. No. Go on. But I think he's he's an, also a number five pick, I believe, by the Magic. No. And yeah, and he's just been buried on the bench, and I think he has potential. I that feel like at this Magic point, just haven't really been letting him try to explore. I feel like at this point, you have to like if you make comments like that, statements like that, you have to know you're right, right? What that he's number five pick? Yeah. You look I'm into like this stuff. Ninety or not ninety? Yeah, ninety percent sure he's the number five pick. I'm going back now to are you sure he actually – Kellen actually like said this. Oh. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he did. One of his trades was you. for his own. I believe. And you. Jeff Green. <clears throat> I just don't feel like looking at that to prove you wrong. Oh, and I'm, no offense, Kellen, but the boogie trade and trading Bloodstow, I mean, it's just not going to work because they got to play together. This is the entire point of trading for Boogie. The only person that can control him is actually a friend. You gotta have a buddy. Are they not friends? They are friends. Oh, they're I'm trading. saying you I can't you, trade Bledsoe for Boogie <clears throat> because you need to keep Bledsoe to keep Boogie in check. Right, and and but you can't trade Knight because Knight's worthless. Oh, you're so mean. But right. well, did you see but his last right, five but, games? But right this time, no, I didn't. Tell me about them. No, I'm kidding. I know. We talked about this earlier. They were terrible. You know what? Okay. Tarib. Okay. Tarib. Okay, so... You know what? I feel like we should start wrapping it up. I, I, it up? I've got... I, I have, like... I have <laughs> more stats to lay out about this whole Noel trade, but it's like... It, it makes too much sense to even, like, what are we going to do? Talk about nothing? But, you know, forget I, it. I'm going to throw it out well, there. Noel? Noel? First of all, I will say a couple things actually. Okay. I just wow, I just I just lawyered myself right there. That was weird. I'll say a couple things. One, I feel like when you said the Suns made a misstep or whatever word you used in drafting line, I I don't necessarily agree with that. 
because nobody really was like was like at the oh time my god don't 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 draft low. and that's why you can't look back and be like well that was a bad move yeah exactly um <clears throat> that being said i was also very interested in them taking noel instead of letting well, back I mean, then paul I let you speak after I spoke for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'm going to make a point here that I, if I remember correctly, Noel wouldn't even talk to the Suns at the time because he expected to go number one. Guess what? Don't matter. So I'm just wondering. You, I mean, Len was hurt at the time too, so he didn't really work out either. So if Noel had actually communicated with the Suns, things may have turned out I doubt it. Grant, Grant, if, you Grant, know what? if no, Noel had been a son, he may have been torpedoed <laughs> over the last couple of seasons. But here's and, the thing, too. It is chaos that we is I, I, I'm going to say that it wouldn't have gone that way, because, and, I, and I'm saying this not because I have inside knowledge, because I'm hopeful. Because if a team is going to not draft a guy because he doesn't like them or doesn't talk to them, then that is sending a horrible message. Guess who didn't like the team that drafted him? Eli Manning? Yeah, and guess what? The Chargers still drafted him, shipped his goofy ass off to New York where he got carried into two Super Bowls. Whatever. We don't need to talk about that. But but point being, if if the Suns wanted LA him, Chargers. They, I feel like they're... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like the Suns, if they wanted him, they would have taken him, but they didn't. And that's, you know, it is what it is. It's in the path. But um, one other thing, I feel like you said Alex Lund's an average center. Now that I I wrote that down, I, you might, actually might be right about that. Um, <laughs> but I think one thing that you underestimate um, Noel on is his offensive ability. <laughs> Let me pull out some stats here for you. Per 36 over the career, and granted, Noel hasn't played a whole lot this year because of the whole weird rotation thing happening. And he was injured for a bit. And he was injured for a bit, and, uh, well, that's it. Right? That's it, yeah. He, his field goal percentage, three and a half points higher than Alex Lenz. Per 36, this is. So what, is he shooting lower? Well, I guess, I guess his field goal percentage is going to be the same. <laughs> Per three six or not, forty nine point five. Oh, it's under fifty percent, really. Well, for his career, okay. This year, I think it's like sixty percent. So. Free throw percent. Well, we don't need to talk about that. It's bad. Yeah. Where 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 the difference comes is the rebounding. He is a worse rebounder statistically right now, but I think that has I think that, a lot I to think... do with the fact that he's also you know played his career. He's played sparingly and. He's also played with two other dudes that are playing basically the same position, high draft picks. Right. His um, blocks, on about the same. Len, per 36 for his career, 1.9. Noel, 2.0. Points per game, 12.8 versus 12.2. Noel's got a little bit of an edge on Len. But this year, again, short time, whatever. I should, probably should have written this down, but I didn't. I'm pretty sure Noel's averaging like 19 points per 36 this year. And we go back to what you talked about earlier that Kellen brought up in his article. 
2.1 steals a game per 36. So not per game. 2.1 steals per 36 for Noel over his career. That's a big factor, I think, with the with the with the defense thing. And here's the thing: is I've mentioned in a past podcast that I think the Suns need to go big, right, in this draft. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't alienate Eric Bledsoe. I said that before anyone yells at me. I'm admitting I said that. But if they get a guy like Noel who can anchor the defense, right, and be a guy who frankly can score but doesn't need the ball right but can play defense on multiple levels not just like big dude with his arms up and he's big and stocky and he's going to stop dudes coming right in. but he can block shots can steal the ball then you know what they can go wherever the hell they want to go in this next draft right exactly and and I th- as I, you I, pointed out don't don't interrupt right now because i'm going to give you credit paul don't don't when you when you aggressively point at me, don't don't like hit me in the hand while I'm aggressively pointing at you at the same time. <laughs> As you pointed out, this draft is going to Stocked be point pretty guards. soft when it comes to the well, not all big men, but centers. We're not yeah. going to center. So if we got a but center, stock. If we guards. yeah, Paul, stop it. I'm stop, dude. I'm trying to build you up here and give you credit. And you just keep interrupting. It's silly, it's silly, but. Soft to the center. You have some solid power forwards. You got some fantastic small forwards, and it's gone. Stocked with point guards. Stocked with point guards. So if the Suns land a guy like Narlens Noel, I don't know why I said his name all weird, and they end up in the top three, top four, like they're going to in the NBA draft, and they pull, I don't know, Markel Fultz, Lorenzo Ball. Malik Monk. My Hello. whole my whole commentary a month ago, whatever it was, about you can't alienate your best player, Eric Bledsoe. And by the way, Eric Bledsoe is the best player on the Suns. Oh, he is. He's yes. currently the best player in the Suns. Yeah. Currently, exactly. My whole thing, you can't alienate that guy, goes out the window. Because those three dudes... Any, and there's no guarantee, but any one of them could be generational player. Right. Exactly. And you know what? If they go Josh Johnson, Josh Jackson, excuse me, Josh Johnson, the former USD quarterback. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I just Jack, went, Josh Jackson is from Dawson's Creek. But he's <laughs> – is that really what you – are you serious? I know who Josh Jackson is, but I'm like – What team does he play for? Shit, dude. You don't know who Josh Jackson is. <laughs> I know who he is. You're such a liar. It's Kansas, right? No. Yeah, Shit. it is. No, it is. <laughs> I feel like you, you really – I feel like your first thought process was Dawson's Creek. No. I know the player anyway. Josh Jackson is. <laughs> but the fact who that – Who would you rather like have on the Suns? Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> Pacey. All right. <laughs> because he got the hot teacher. You know what's actually funny is because uh, – so I'm a U of A guy. Um, my buddy Chris, he's a KU guy, and and when uh, when Josh Jackson was deciding between KU and U of A and some other school, that's probably very inconsequential. Duke, <laughs> maybe. Um, and and and, and uh, when he committed to KU, I sent him a, a, a text with a picture of Pacey, and I was like. We got the real Josh Jackson. <laughs> Although he didn't even go to U of A, so I don't know what I was thinking. But at any rate, okay. So 
I don't know what we accomplished today. Think, well, I just, one more. One I more got po- fired up. One more point on Noel. I just oh, want to say, Jesus Christ! I want to go Who's, home and go to bed, bro. I know. I do. Too. I got an eight thirty tea time, like up the block from your house. I got to be at the gym at eight. <laughs> I got to throw some shit around. That's gross. But go on, go on, go on, Noel. Noel. I feel Noel. like clearing out, like clearing out a little bit of that long chair in the front court. I think Chris and Bender and Noel would make a great three man combination in the front court. They can. They can all play. They all cover a deficiency that the other one has. So, I'm listening, even though I'm not looking at you. Go on. So that, like, Bender and Chris have range. So that that and whereas Noel's more of an inside kind of cleanup guy. Noel's got the defense, as does Bender. Chris and Noel have the athleticism that Bender doesn't have. It's just like you can mix and match there between those three guys and. Make a core front court that could grow really well together and complement each other well. And it gives them a guy who can play the five regularly, which I don't think either Bender... I think Bender can. Not yet, but you put some weight on him. Put some weight on him. Get get him to develop some post moves. Regularly. Like when more often three, than not, more. Well, I mean, Noel is a five. That's mm-hmm. what he is. That's what I'm saying. So you eliminate the issue. Noel is a five, but when Noel's off the court, Bender plays five, and then he splits his time right. between the four and five. So not more often than not. Okay. Okay. Are we done here now? We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up. I just clapped. Let's wrap it up. It is fantastic to be. Back after the holidays. Yep. Bring on 2017. Bring on 2017. Can't wait for the Suns to win the title in 2020. Again, put the money down on that, folks. My friend said so. And, um, Paul, any final thoughts? Just say no. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Just kidding. You can't go. I am super hungry. Are you saying it to me? Oh, not specifically? I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm starving right now. Um, but anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that yeah, means we Cotter, will. No, it's, no, just terrible. We will be with you all next time. We publish another cast. We might have a surprise. Till then, we've got. We might have. Oh, that's a good point. We might have a surprise. And if we don't, the surprise is us not having a surprise. <laughs> but until then, as always, I'm. At so says Jay. Paul, you can get him at? At Dervish of Whirl. And until we meet again, depending on when you're listening, have a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Sayonara. (laughs) Well done. Talk to you later, folks.